Parlays, player props, and predictions are back for week eight in the NFL. Today, I'm going to go through my four favorite player props, a money line parlay, and we'll have a prize picks parlay in there as well. My name's Austin, and if you're new to the Call on Our Shot channel, welcome aboard on Thursday. Let's do a quick recap. Chris Godwin's over in receiving yards, got our player props off to a 1-0 start for week eight. Did as the Buccaneers money line, and they absolutely sold. But either way, we're going to continue that momentum going into this week. This is all about those player props and parlays. If you're new, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you don't miss out on any of these, these NFL videos. Also, our NBA daily videos, MLB, college football, you name it, you can find it on the channel, all those best bet videos. As always, we're trying to close in on 50,000 subscribers. My last note, as I kind of hinted at the top of the show, this video brought to you guys by Prize Picks, a great place to place your player prop parlays. And if you sign up using our code COS or the link in the description, you'll get a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. We'll talk about Prize Picks a little later on as I have a specific prize picks parlay that I really do like. And if you guys are interested in my favorite spread picks for this weekend, go check out this video. The thumbnail looks exactly like that one. It'll be pinned at the end of the video in the comment section, all that. You'll make sure you know how to get to it by the end of the video. Let's hop into my first player prop for this weekend. Going to a rookie, a big standout rookie over the past couple weeks, Kenneth Walker II. Taking his over 17 and a half yards for his longest rush, minus 110 on DraftKings. Now, usually we don't bet a lot of longest rush or longest reception type props, but I do like this one. And some books are a little slow to bring these this line out, but FanDuel should have it eventually. Every book should have a line similar to this one. Probably play it at 18 and a half, but I don't imagine it being much different. Now, Walker, the rookie, been sensational over the past couple weeks and all season long, averaging 6.1 yards per carry. And since Rashad Penny, the starting running back for the Seahawks, out for the year, he's kind of been left into, he's thrown into that starting running back role for the Seahawks, and he's flourished. 21 carries for 97 yards two weeks ago, and then last week, 23 carries, 160. 67 yards. He's had a rush of 34 and 74 yards in both those games, cashing this over. And the great thing about this bet is that it can cash in the first play, cash in the last play, it can cash any time, but all it takes is an 18 yard or longer rush. And I think Kenneth Walker is certainly capable of getting it done. Now, if you don't have that and you're like, Austin, how do you feel about the rushing yards prop? Well, I really do like his rushing yards as well. I'll give you a hint. That's one of the prize picks likes in a little bit, but either way, to get the Seahawks taking on the Giants, they're at home. See, Giants averaging the highest yards per carry for, in the NFL at 5.7 allowed to their opponent it's this season eight running backs have 10 or more rushing attempts first the giants well six of those guys had at least an 18 yard rush or longer and a lot of those guys hit 30 40 i think a 50 yard rush in there as well an additional note last week we saw walker top 22 miles per hour the fastest of any ball carrier at in the nfl this season through seven weeks plus thursday night football the guy's super fast one hole and it's gone we're not like raskin for a 30 yard rush 18 yards just a little bit more than a first down maybe break another tackle he's certainly capable of getting it done seahawks also favored so maybe we see some positive game script where they're running it even more and you look at it his brushing attempts line set at 17 and a half they expect him to get the ball he's very talented if you haven't watched him play, I, I strongly encourage you to go watch him. He's very good. Kenneth Walker, our first player prop of the day, over 17 and a half yards for his longest rush, minus 110 on DraftKings. Let's keep it moving to another running back, a prop that cashed for us last week on Thursday Night Football, Alvin Kamara, over 103 and a half rushing plus receiving yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. I'd likely play this up to right around 108 and a half or so. And if you didn't have a rushing plus receiving yards prop, Kind of like his receiving yards prop a little bit more, but we're going to need some rushing yards in there to cash this as well. Now, last week, like I said, Kamara, we took this exact prop. He cashed for us at 105 rushing plus receiving yards. It was a sweat, but over the last three games, he's been really, really good. 105, 124, and 194 rushing plus receiving yards. And last week, he only had 11 rushing attempts. He had to cheese with some receptions at the end of the game. They didn't feed him the ball a whole lot. And I think that changes a little bit in this game because as you might know, and if you watched our spread pick video already, you know Kamara spoke to that Saints locker room after the game 
basically said, yo, we got to get our swagger back. And he kind of called out the team. And Kamara's not normally known for being a guy like that, but they kind of needed it. And I think they show up on Sunday, but you can't go out there, call it your team, say, yeah, it's got to be better, and then not show up and lead by example. So I think he comes out and leads by example. They absolutely need him to be out there playing pretty well as they'll be down Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, who have both missed the past couple games. In the past couple games, we've seen them feeding the ball to Kamara, 18, 25, 29 touches over the last three games. They're going to have to get the ball in his hands, whether it's through the air or on the ground. He needs the ball. He's their best playmaker, and they got to keep it going. Now, you look at over the last three seasons, Kamara, in games in which he's seen 18 or more touches, he's done that in 20 games, and he set this over in 16 of those 20 games, averaging 136.6 rushing plus receiving yards. The Raiders' defense, not the best in the world, and I certainly think with Andy Dalton starting for the Saints once again, He's the king of dump offs. He's going to dump it off to Kamara. He can make a guy miss. He could take a pass for 50 yards. He could take a rush for 50 yards, get half of this in one play. I think Kamara, this is a bet that kind of hedges on the outcome of the game. If the Saints are winning, they're going to keep pounding the rock with Kamara. If they're losing, even better. Kamara's going to be in there a lot more catching the ball. I think Kamara, one of the best, most electric players in the NFL. His offensive line getting healthier and healthier. I think he's going to be really good. I think he has a good game. Taking us over 103 and a half rushing plus receiving yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. So let's move to another running rookie running back like Kenneth Walker. Another guy named Damian Pierce taking his over 17 and a half rushing attempts. So not like Mr. Kenneth Walker where he's took his longest rush. This is just asking for Damian Pierce to get the rock and I think he'll get it plenty. He's currently minus 106 on Caesars. Now, I honestly was looking at a lot of Damian Pierce's lines, whether it be rushing yards, his, you know, or even receiving yards, rushing plus receiving. But I think it all comes down to this thing. And I think the Texans love getting the ball in the rookies' hands. And I think they're going to continue to do it like they've been doing it the past four weeks. I mean, look at these numbers, 20, 13, 26, and 20 rushing attempts. The Texans have lost three of those four games, yet he's still seeing 20 or more rushing attempts. There's been games in there where they've been blown out. They're down 20 points, and they're still giving him the rock. And that goes back to what Lovey Smith said a couple weeks. I don't normally read too much into coach speak, but a couple weeks back, he said the leading running back on this team, the leading ball, tailback, needs to have 20 or more carries. Well, they've been doing just that. Whether they're trailing or they're leading, they're going to be giving the ball to their lead tailback. And who is that? Well, it's Damian Pierce. Now, on Sunday, they're taking on the Titans, who have a decent rush defense, which is fine. We don't care if they have a good rush defense or not. We just need Damian Pierce to get the ball. He could have 20 carries for one yard. I don't care how he gets it done. But you look at the Texans, just barely underdogs against the Titans. It's weird because you got the Titans winners of four straight games. Maybe Ryan Tannehill's out, but still Malik Willis is okay. And you got a Texans team that's 1-4-1, and one, yet they're only like plus 110 on the money line. This line's a little bit sketchy. And I ultimately, I think if the Texans can be in this one, which the line is certainly saying they can, maybe they're even leading and they're just going to lean on a guy like Damian Pierce even more. We know they're going to keep running the rock, whether it's on first and second down. He only played like 50, 60% of the snaps last week. Still saw 20 carries. And ultimately, the Titans rushing defense, we don't need them to be gashed. We don't need them to be giving up 60-yard rushes to Damian Pierce. We'd actually prefer if they're giving up like six, seven, eight, maybe 10 yarders so that Damian Pierce can get five, six carries on one drive and just keep pounding the rock down the field. It's kind of how you cash one of these overs. And I certainly think he's capable. Take his over, 17 and a half yards rush or rushing attempts. Uh, excuse me, 17 and a half rushing attempts on Caesars. Now, let's move to my final player prop before we get into prize picks parlay, before we get into that money line parlay. We're going to bounce back, guys. Zach Ertz, over 35 and a half receiving yards, minus 120 on points bet. I guess I haven't noted at uh, after the, all these picks that they're all one unit. We're playing them all for the same, but I like this one for Ertz up to about 40 and a half because I think this line was way too big of an overcorrection. I mean, you look at last week, he stuck it up. I'll give him that. 
but he's just been too good all year long. I and mean, look at his game logs on the year, 14, 75, 45, 47, 48, 70, and 21 receiving yards. Now, yes, he didn't play well last week. It was against New Orleans. They didn't have to throw it a whole lot. They had a couple pick sixes and what's not. But he's going to bounce back just like he did in week one. I mean, you look at the tight ends. They fared very well against the Minnesota Vikings, who this Arizona Cardinals team will be playing. Look at Rob Tanya. Dallas Goddard, Adam Trotman, Cole Komet, Mike Kosicki all hit this over versus the Vikings and none of those players, the only one close to the target share that Ertz has is Dallas Goddard, but still, you're looking at Zach Ertz with over 20.2 target share on this Cardinals offense and sure, DeAndre Hopkins is back, but Hollywood Brown is out and ultimately, I think they fed Hopkins a lot last week to get him going against the Saints secondary that was banged up, but ultimately the Vikings don't have a terrible secondary. We've seen them. I think we have a more even distribution of passes and ultimately the Cardinals could be without three of their starting offensive linemen. Eno Benjamin, the backup running back or whoever they have out there will likely have to fill in and at least block some guys to help, you know, Kyler Murray not have to run for his life. I think we see maybe Zach Ertz get a couple dump offs and he could easily take, you know, three receptions, 10 yards a piece. That's almost all the way at that 30 five and a half yards. I think this was way too of an overcorrection than the line last week. I think the line should be like 43, 45 and a half every single week for Ertz. And I think he certainly can get this done. So we'll take him, take him with a, uh, with confidence. I really like Zach Ertz. I think he has a pretty good game over 35 and a half receiving yards. Now, finally time for a prize fix parlay before we get into a money line parlay. Obviously we're on prize fix four legs. You can turn $10 to win a hundred. You can put a hundred dollars to win a thousand, but plus 900 odds. If you calculate it on a normal sports book. Now, as a reminder, you can sign up for prize fix using our code COS for a hundred percent deposit match up to 100 bucks let's talk with these legs Zach Ertz over in receiving yards I don't need to talk about it again we're in Kenneth Walker I took his over in rushing yards here maybe maybe he just has you know a bunch of 10 yard carries and we don't cash the rushing attempt long but maybe he gets this one done but I still think he cashes both of them Pat Fryermuth, the guy we haven't talked about all video over four receptions now if you go to a normal sports book like a DraftKings BetMGM whatnot you see us over three and a half receptions is minus like 180. So they clearly expect him to get a bunch of receptions and Pickett loves throwing it to him. And he's the guy that's normally in the flats doing the short rounds. Pickett likes to get it out of his hands. Could be a very good positive game script for him. Well, technically negative in the fact that, you know, the, the Eagles could be up by a ton and they're like 10 point favorites. So maybe we see Pickett having to come back from behind again, as long as Firemuth doesn't get injured, which is always a concern with him. But I think four receptions, him could at least push that. Maybe he goes over, gets five and that's another leg down. And then the last one is a prize pick special. You definitely won't be able to get it anywhere else. The Cowboys defense over three sacks. Now the Bears, who they're taking on, have allowed four, five, two, six, five, and three sacks so far over the last six weeks. So you only lost once over the last six weeks and you pushed once. The other four games were straight winners. Now the Cowboys, like the Eagles, are big favorites over the Bears. And look, the Bears, congrats. You guys beat the Patriots on Monday Night Football, but... You still gave up four sacks in that game. You guys were leading by a ton. Ultimately, Cowboys defense, 29 sacks this year, the most in the NFL. They've Even the Bucs, who have a pretty good defense, they're still behind them. They played an extra game over the Cowboys. You also look at it over the last couple games, five, four, five, two, five, and six sacks over the last six weeks. Crushing this line. Micah Parsons will be coming off the edge. Justin Fields is going to have to be running for his life. His offensive line, not the best by very close to the worst. And I think you'll see the Cowboys at least get us three sacks for a push, potentially four. They could cash this pretty easily, especially if they're up big. Justin Fields obviously have to be running around. And if he doesn't pass the line of scrimmage, they're gonna count it as a sack. So I do like it. Those four likes remind you, you can sign up for a prize picks using our code COS or the link in the description. We would certainly appreciate it. It's finally time for the money line parlay. We've lost several weeks in a row. I think our last one we hit was week four. So we've lost to be five, six, seven. I think we're due. And we're changing up the format a little bit. Three likes, all underdogs, Saints, Texans, Rams, 
all on the money line, plus 800 on DraftKings. Now, before you go down below and tell me you're an idiot, Saints got no chance, Texans got no chance, Rams got no chance, they've lost seven in a row, blah, blah. I understand. If you don't like it, you don't have to tail it. But I think it's got a chance here because last week we saw a ton of favorites win. And a lot of the squares were grubbing, and I just don't see that happening again. A lot of these teams are right in pickums, or a little bit, maybe a tad bit of an underdog. But based on pre previous performance, no one's betting on these teams. No one's betting on the Saints. No one's betting on the Texans. No one's betting on the Rams. I don't blame them, but I think these teams are all capable of pulling off a win. Now let's talk about all of these three teams. Obviously, the Saints taking on the Raiders, big time game for both these two ball clubs. You have a spread pick or over-under pick in this game in the other video. I think the Saints have a chance. There's no reason they can't. I mean, the Derek Carr and the Raiders haven't been anything great this year. I know the Saints defense hasn't been great recently. I think they step up. Like I already talked about Texans money line. It makes no sense why they're even this close of a favorite, or even I don't even care who they have at the quarterback position for the Titans. They should still be four and a half, five and a half, six and a half point favorites. Divisional game. Lovey Smith maybe gets his team up and ready to go. They won against the Jags a couple weeks back in a divisional game. Maybe they get it done and then the Rams money line. Yes, they've lost, what, seven straight in a row to this 49ers team, but the 49ers without Debo Samuel. And at the end of the day, the Rams need one of these wins. They don't need to be getting swept by the 49ers in the playoff or in the regular season. That just hurts them, you know, further down the line in terms of seeding. So I think they could come out here and beat the beat the 49ers. They're a good, talented enough team coming off a bye. Certainly think it's capable. All th only three teams plus 800 payout. Sign me up. I'm all in. Now, normally the final thing we talk about, first touchdown score for Sunday Night Football, Sad to admit, there will not be one in this video. We've missed several in a row, and it just feels like the picker might need just a week off, get calibrated, maybe we're a week delayed, but then we'll go after a week off, we'll be right on track. I'll be honest, I'll probably have one in the Monday Night Football video, which will be posted Sunday night. So as always, we appreciate you guys for always tuning in. Sign up you for prize picks using the code and link down below in the description. Also week eight, best bets video, pop it up on the screen. Go click it, go check it out. We've been crushing the spread and over under picks all season long. Let's keep doing that this Sunday. Let's crush these player props, crush those parlays. See you guys back in the other videos. I'm Austin and I'm signing out. Peace.